I am back. It has been Christmas and New Year's and all the things going on in life that has passed. And here I am reflecting and I've been thinking a lot about the next topic I wanted to talk about. And like you know, I am just full of topics. It's the part that I struggle with is figuring out which one to talk about and how to go about it in an organized way. Um, I am a mom homeschooling and so there is a lot on my plate with that along with the homemaking responsibilities and so um, I feel so tempted to you know do podcasts once a week because I love being able to talk and get my um, thoughts out and experiences and um, voice them and I just feel like this has been a good way to get that outlet. Um, on the other hand though I have my mother uh, responsibilities and parent responsibilities and wife responsibilities that I have on my plate too and so I'm constantly in this negotiation with myself if I say yes to this, I say no to another thing. If I say no to this, I'm saying yes to this. And it's it's been a long, long years of just um, trying to figure out what things to say yes to and what things to say no to because we all only have a certain amount of time in the day. Um, our hours are all set the same how we choose to spend that time and do with that time is up to us. It's our choice. Um, recently, I guess something that I have been, that's been more common theme in my life is the role between a, a husband and wife and a father and mother or a, um, I guess, man and woman is the only other way to say that and I feel like that's been kind of a controversy thing uh, since the time I can remember um, and as a child I remember thinking that you know being a homemaker and being a stay-at-home mom was somewhat like not as cool not as glamorous not as whatever um, you know, even though my mom was a very faithful stay-at-home mom, homemaker, there was something about it that just, I, I didn't feel entirely like it was what was meant to be, you know. And over the years, you know, I've been married for 10 years. We've had kids for just over eight. Our oldest is eight. I've had a lot of time to reflect and experience and kind of form my own opinion, so to speak. And um, with a lot of questioning, pondering, and you know, meditating, praying, you know, if you would say, I, I can't say that I've like, you know, got down on my knees and said, "Oh God, what do I do here?" Or what's the, what's the decision based? Like, what is so directly if that makes sense but it's been on my mind I've been pondering on it and I have asked the Lord for help and I feel his um his guidance in this 
um, whether they give that to God or to Heavenly Mother, I see them as the same. Um, and I, through the, you know, my experience and whatever, I have come to the knowledge and understanding that, you know, men and women are different and they need each other. Um, you know, in this day and age, in this world, there's so much arguments and fighting, if you will, <laughs> with the idea that women can do everything that men can. And, um, you know, very there's a lot of feminists and all this, you know, talk and whatnot. And um, I, I'm going to say that I 100% do not believe that women can do everything men can. And, um, you know, I know there will be some who might argue that, but it's the truth that women can't do everything men can, just like men can't do everything women can. Um, we each play different roles and have different strengths and weaknesses, and um, to become God, to become a God, and the perfect God, we have to work together and um, grow together, and that is what a, that is what I believe a marriage, when those two man and woman have created such a bond and such a strength with each other, that is a marriage that God sanctifies and seals to forever, kind of speak, um, because it is good. Um, and, you know, just thinking back to another concept that I've learned over the years is that men are the sun. They, if you were to put them to astrology or, you know, an element, they are fire. They are, they are, they can constantly go, go, go. And they are the, the light and the, the fire, the energy and women are like the moon. They represent the moon. And it reflects the glory of that man. And why this is so important is because um, men, fathers, husbands have a very, very important role in what they do with their family with their wife and the kind of light, the kind of energy, the kind of everything that they bring is reflected by the woman. And, um, you know, the reason why this is so important and, you know, like I, what I believe why the world is attacking men and trying to bring them down and disassociate how important they are and, you know, what how important they are I it makes so much sense now it makes you know why um the family has been under attack all these years and um it's just getting you know worse and worse with the family being torn apart and um I realize that with my own experience you know one of the reasons why I almost I mean, I guess that's what I say is like had a 
dislike or kind of resentful look on being a homemaker, just a homemaker, because um, my my dad was um, the way that he, his energy and his, um, I don't know, aura, however you want to say it, was just very negative towards, you know, everything that mom was, everything that women are. And at the time as a kid, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. I just kind of thought like, oh, yeah, I'm just like, he's my dad. I love him and I want him to love me. And so I just kind of resented the idea of being a woman. Um, And it makes more sense, too, when I look back at my past, being a tomboy and wanting to be more, you know, the masculine things and understanding more of like the emotional uh, turmoil he put my mom through And how much I wanted to protect her and stand up for her. And I only felt like I could do that if, you know, I was more masculine and more stronger and um, resented more, you know, and kind of turned away from the woman's side because it was so vulnerable. It was so, it was always under attack. Um, Not just by, you know, the father of our home, but by the world, by... Uh, people around us and what is praised and what is honored by the world. Um, it, I mean, it's so easy for us women to want to have something more, to have some kind of prize, to have some kind of monetary um, way to show that we have made progress. And um, it's very tempting. You know, it's there's nothing glorious in a way of the world with you know raising kids and staying home and making sure the home is a home house of order house of prayer house of fasting and um house of learning you know all those things um it's hard it's mundane it's it feels very repetitive and there's not a lot of gratitude um sometimes (laughs) with our kids and um we get tired and we have emotions and then we look over and we see oh this person's doing this and they're doing that and look how successful they are and the glamour and the everything that it's easy to look at it and go oh, I want that like what am I doing is this even enough is this and you know they're advertising I'm a mom I'm this I have this many kids and I do this and I do that and I'm da 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 and um yeah it's very it looks very appealing But as I've sat back and observed and looked and pondered on what their life is like, really, you know, what is, what is it that they're really experiencing and how are their kids handling and feeling about all this? Do they have their mother there loving them, giving them everything that they need, nourishing them, protecting them, or is their mom off, gone, so strung out with the cares and concerns of the world that they're left to fend for themselves. They're left to figure out things on their own. And so often these kids are either so depressed, have so much anxiety, um, don't start making friends with people because they don't have the love and the support that they need with their own family structure, that they go out and seek it with you know other people, whoever will give it to them. It doesn't matter who it is. And, um, as long as they have that love and connection, they are 
happy and so then whenever you confront them or the parent would confront them like are you why would you do this this is so wrong you know better it's like, because I'm all alone I don't have anything oh you've you've left me like as a child it's, they're crying out you've left me I, I don't have anything and um when you think of it that way it just it makes me realize personally just how important our role is as a mother and how important it is for us to have a safe haven for them and you know the the world the government the higher ups those people they don't care like i'll just be very but they don't care about our kids they don't care about how to raise our kids um with god they don't care about um making sure that they are strong and understand and knowledgeable they just want sheep they just want the masses and um power another way to say it and i i realized that more and more um with time you know like i said this has taken eight years of me going out and like having that desire to want to provide and make a little extra income and you know help out with the bills and everything like that because i mean that's that's the talk right is like take off pressure from our for our husband and do these things and everything like that and it's very alluring alluring is how you say it <laughs> it's very attractive it's very like tempting um to want to do that and then you know there's other talk of like helping so many other people and you're there for them and you do all these things and whatnot and it's for me especially like both of those monetary gain more security and keeping our family above water and um helping other people all, all these things it's like yeah that's exactly what i want i want to do that and i can do that you know and but over time i've seen that no when i do that when i go out i i'm saying no I'm saying no to the extra time with my kids. I'm saying no to the extra story. I'm saying no to the extra um, time out with my kids and just the talk. I'm saying no to teaching my kids valuable lessons with homeschooling. I'm saying no to that time. Like this, this time is gonna pass and I'm saying no to it for, I'm sacrificing them. <laughs> And I know there's lots of like talk. I've like I've list, I've been to all the the talks and all the things that help prep us up to get us booted. Let's go, 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 go. You got this. Like I know that mom guilt will set in, but you got this. You're doing this for them. You're doing that for this. And it's like no, but like it. I I don't believe that anymore. I think the reason we feel the guilt is because it is an intuitive feeling. It is an intuitive feeling that. What we're doing, we gotta stop and think and go, wait, how do I make this better? I'm feeling guilty about this because it's for a reason. It's not just whatever. And the world tries to shake that off and tries to, you know, get them in get you in slavery. I mean, that's really what it is. They just want you to work for them and be there for them. And they're gonna say whatever they can say to get you um get that guilt off and just keep working. <laughs> Um, and it's taken me years to, you know, figure that out. And I'm glad that I figured it out now because my boys are still young. They're still here and, um, I get to cherish every moment with them. 
And I feel like, you know, I made this decision about a year ago. Um, I actually let my mortgage license lapse. Um, so I completely, like, I had already been thinking about it, but it wasn't until it actually expired, lapse, you know, gone, that it was like, okay, yep, I did it. <laughs> um, but I let it lapse, even though that extra money was something that our family needed and something that was helped us stay above water and, you know, do the things I made the decision that it was not, you know, my responsibility. My responsibility was to our boys and to keeping our home, everything that needed to be. And with that time, I am learning how to be a homemaker. I'm learning how to like truly master the skill of a homemaker, you know, making food making food that our family loves and wants and learning how to do it. I feel like that's a lost art that has slowly dwindled away over generation of generation because of the fast food, the quick box processed foods, the all the things that, I mean, it's a whole other topic as far as how destructive all of that stuff is to our bodies, mentally, spiritually, everything. And we're just constantly being fed it because we're overstimulated we're overworked we're over this because it's like you know work 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 you don't have time to make this you don't have time to nurture your body or nurture your kids okay we got the supplement here you can do this and you don't have any time now do this and then do this and okay all right now you got that all right no we'll take care of you we'll give you this box thing and we'll give you this process thing we'll make this restaurant where you can go and so you're like running on a treadmill i swear you're you know you're working you're paying for daycare you're um buying all these things to just stay afloat and it's like wait a second, maybe, maybe to have less is more. Maybe to do less is more. And all this talk about go, 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 and rush, 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 isn't actually what I need to be doing. Maybe I just need to slow down and actually learn how to take care and nourish my family. After all, isn't that what we are best at, is nourishing, nurturing, caring? How better way to strengthen our men than to give them the nourishment that they actually need? How better to raise our family than to actually give them the things they need? Time, love, nourishment, food, a caring home, a safe haven. You know, so often the world is just... So it's easy to get caught up in the lights. It's easy to think that all this stuff is just eh, but it's not. And it's so important. And um, I, you know, realizing that I've just been very determined, dedicated, like even though it's hard, it's like, oh, it'd be so much easier to just do this, buy this instead, and like, you know, just relax. Hey, no, this is my part. This is my part is to figure out how, you know, if my kids love wheat thins, I'm going to make them. If I like ranch, which I do, I love ranch. It, that, when I found, okay, so I first went onto this like rampage of making all of my food. When I found out how destructive multidextrin is, yeah, it's an ingredient that it's basically in everything. And it, I can't believe how much that ingredient was in food that I was eating. Um, 
I was getting kind of sick and just feeling like my stomach was almost like acidic. That's the best way I can describe it. And I had diarrhea and I was just like, what is going on? Like I'm eating good food. Like why, what is wrong? And, um, a few months back, I was talking to a friend and they were asking me some advice on like, you know, what should you, what should I do? I really want to lose weight. I really want to get in, in shape and I want to be happy. And I said, you know, you need to get rid of processed food. There's just get rid of it. And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty good about not eating processed food, but there's two things that I like, like ranch. And, um, I had recently tried these workout bars. So I was doing those. And then, um, there was in my chicken bouillon for soup. Um, I can't remember. There's a few other things that it had it in seasonings. Anyway, um, find out that multidextrin is in a, an ingredient that is apparently approved by the FB, FDA, right? In small amounts. Well, okay, that would be nice and all if we only had it in, you know, one thing of our food. But if it's in everything, then we're getting way more than small amounts. And um, so I'm reading, okay, I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe this has to do with what's the side effects of multidextrin. And look at it, and I'm like, it's matching all the signs that I'm having. And I just go, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me this whole time I'm sitting here trying to be healthy this whole time I'm trying to like you know I have this oh yeah well that's you know I I'm healthy everywhere else and this is kind of like my guilty pleasure like I like to have my ranch I like to have these other few things and yeah no no <laughs> it's in there every single one of them and so I've just kind of been on a mission since then to make all the food you know there's crackers chips um, what, uh, yeah, I can't even think. Just go to your pantry and look, start looking at your ingredients. Multidextrin. If you see multidextrin in it, get rid of it. Start weeding that out of your diet because, I kid you not, so as far as, like, multidextrin goes, it spikes your blood sugar higher than sugar itself does. That's so damaging. No wonder we're having diabetes. No wonder why we're having all these other problems with our diets and they blame it on sugar and it's like yeah I mean sugar could be a cause but um it's probably this multidextrin that's in everything that we're freaking eating okay I'm I'm done <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty upset that's that's the best way I can say it is pretty upset uh Josh got on board with me too as far as once he found out that they you know put stuff in the chips and everything like that. He was kind of weeding that out. And then when he snapped was whenever he couldn't find the ingredients they put into beer. That got him on a tangent to where it was like, are you kidding me? Like, no. And the things that they do put in beer, that's even more hor horrifying. Look it up. Check it out. That interests you. Do it. Um, and so from then he was like, all right, I'm making my own beer. So the next day we went and got all the supplies to make our own beer. So we're on that journey. We're about two weeks into it brewing. Um, I'll let you know how it goes. But that is his his goal is to, you know, get that done. And he hasn't been drinking any more soda. Because that's been a really hard thing for him. Like our whole year of marriage, all the years of marriage. And then before that, like his family's big soda drinkers. And it just, when he realized just how destructive it is. Like, I mean, everyone knows that those stuff are bad, but, like, how bad? Right? How bad? 
once you realize like how bad it is and how poisonous it is, it's just, there is no going back. (laughs) The best way to describe it is like literally waking up from the matrix and you just feel like everything is so almost like gloomy. Like, are you kidding me? Like, can we just, I just want to forget that I even know this anymore, but wait. No, I don't because my life was kind of sucking and it was like not making sense and I didn't understand why. Now I do know why and it really sucks. And it's like you want to go back to that blissful feeling, but at the same time, no, no, you don't. So (laughs) you're just stuck in between this like shock and whatever. So um, anyway, I think Josh and I are kind of past. We're still kind of like at first it was really like this sucks. Like, ugh. I hate everything right now, but we've persevered and we just keep working with, you know, making our food and being disciplined with that and realizing that there are so many foods that are going to taste a little bit different because it's real, because it's actually what our body needs and it's actually something that our body can process. Like our bodies are really resilient and they're able to take a lot of abuse and take a lot of hits and whatnot. And so it might be hard to see at first or see like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I, you know, I, I do this, I eat that, I, I'm fine. It's not till over time that it just keeps hitting and hitting and hitting to where we have all these illnesses and we have these problems and everything like that. And you know what's so cool about our bodies is even with all those illnesses and all those things, we have a way to heal. It's just getting that knowledge. It's just understanding and the discipline to do it. Oh, so anyway, um, that kind of went sidetracked, uh, but it's something that's been going on. It's something that we've been going through and figuring out and whatnot. Um, so going back to the role of women and men and father and mother and husband and wife, um, it is, you know, just reiterating the man is the son. And the woman is the moon. She reflects everything that the man gives. And so this is why it is so important for, you know, righteous men, good men, to be the leaders of a home. They keep the home structured. And the woman will reflect that. You know, so often there is examples. I have seen examples where, you know, the man will talk down on his wife or complain about her or whatever. And... I realize now that it's like, it actually kind of shows more on your character, the fact that this is the way that it is. And, you know, I don't know that they do know it or are aware of it, but every example I've seen, I realize that just how important a man's role is and how important it is for us women to find a good man. You know, when we get enter into a marriage covenant to promise to be with each other, It's so important to find someone with good attributes and has integrity and is honest and trustworthy and all those things because they're the head. They're the head of the family and um, yeah, it's just amazing. I don't know what else I really wanted to say about this. Um, I know Josh and I were talking about um, 
the roles and he wanted to tell me some more things like we wanted to talk to each other and like okay so what's our role what's our thing and we'll probably do that over this weekend um but for now I just wanted to get my thoughts out and talk a little bit here and let you guys all know I'm still here still thinking still <laughs> processing life and processing life I'll say that right um and yeah this I know it's big sea of confusion and that's just the way the devil likes it that's just the way he likes it he likes us to be confused and sad and not understanding and fumbling and I mean I believe that's part of life too there comes a point when there's that call to better and um to do that work just for myself as a mother as a wife as a woman we have a lot on our plate and being that homemaker and that nurturer is a huge responsibility so don't take it lightly what you do matters and i want you to know that um so keep your head up cry it out when you need to and know that god is with you pray to him he will give you guidance and understanding um i hope this was helpful um again i'm probably going to talk more about it a little bit more as like the roles after josh and i talk and i can get something written down um i know that in the future episodes i do want to talk about enneagram um uh i've been way into that i talked about in the last episode with enneagram and the color code and there's lots of other personality codes out there and i've been thinking a lot about you know personalities and everything like that and I, i'm excited to share some new things with you guys about that topic and um yeah but for now that's it i need to get back to my boys um they are doing some math homework so i'm gonna go check on it make sure it's good and um yeah i think that's it happy friday have a good weekend and we will catch you later.